If you're a worship leader that feels stuck in a rut, or if you're just a plain worshiper who wants to know how to take your worship to the next level, engaging in language that belongs to the age of Zion, we have an awesome school for your consideration. The Nest is running a school. This is year two that it's running. It is called The Realm, the Dimensional School of Worship. And it's going to be having two classes every week. Your principal is going to be Jessica Wright. She does a whole bunch of things from how you engage, how you express worship in movement. Um, Ray Hughes is one of the speakers in this coming year. You're going to learn how to write songs, how to express that language of love to Yahweh. If you're interested, please go and visit www.thefoundationnest.com and click on the Realm tab for more information. We understand that COVID has hit our finances and so we've dropped the school for this year by $200. This is the only year that this special will be offered, so please do take advantage. Classes start in September and we look forward to seeing you there. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. My name is Danielle Elinus, and I'm here to share with you an insight of the day. The last time we talked, or I spoke on this podcast, I talked to you about the verse from Hebrews 11.6 that says, it is impossible to please God without faith For those who know God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And I talked about the Torah and the commandments that were given to the Israelites through the Torah. I talked about Deuteronomy 28 and 29 and how God said basically what he was saying is, listen, if you're diligent in in seeking me, In other words, through these commandments, if you follow my ways, these will be your rewards. But then he says, if you fall away from my ways, these will be, this is what will happen to you. And and those were not rewards. Those were not good things. And so God was teaching the Israelites diligence. Well, I want to pick up um, kind of where we left off. And I talked about the covenant that God made with Abraham that he would be a mighty nation and that in connection with Abraham, all the nations would be blessed. And how the laws that were given actually 430 years after this covenant was made with Abraham that those laws were not to take the place of this promise, that in fact, right now, today, this promise is, I believe, coming to full circle. I believe the shaking that's happening all over the earth and the darkness that is happening all over the earth is an opportunity for us as sons and daughters to be faithful and trust God. And through our faith and our trust, we will walk righteously 
and that this mighty nation is being developed through sons and daughters who are walking not by legalism, not by who's right and who's wrong, but by faith and trust in Yahweh. Because in Galatians 3, it is mentioned at least 18 times that our righteousness comes through trusting and being faithful. Now, I don't know about you, but for years in the church, I actually learned kind of the opposite. I learned that righteousness actually came through me doing things that were right and believing things that were right. I initially learned when I turned to God, not through him, my relationship with him was fabulous. It was life-giving. It was so amazing. It's so blissful. But people in my church began to say things to me about what I was supposed to believe and what I was supposed to do to be, they didn't say righteous, but that's essentially what they were saying. And so what I learned from people in the church that I was going to was that we were right, that our church was right and our beliefs were right. And pretty much everyone else was flawed. Well, I think that the trouble in the earth today is largely because of adhering to that kind of system. That system which says, I'm right and you're wrong. It's everywhere right now. There are feuds about um, who's handling the all the circumstances that are affecting everyone in the earth right now, right or wrong. And I want to say that regardless of what you believe, you are not all right. And the other people that believe differently are not all wrong. No one is all right except for God. And I think that as a church and as a society, we have adopted this system of legalism. We have taken sides and it has caused division, which is actually the very opposite of what God's heart was when he gave the Israelites the Torah as kind of a guide to help them through because of their pattern of going their own way and not diligently walking in his ways. God gave them something that would help them to be able to follow him and to learn his ways. And although he knew that there was no way that they could follow every law to the letter, he knew that these laws would teach them how to seek him when the opportunity came through our Messiah Yeshua for relationship. And 
that is what Yahweh desires for us right now. This current struggle that we are seeing throughout the earth and that we're experiencing really isn't about being right or being wrong. You know, that kind of thinking is actually living according to the flesh. It's not living according to the spirit. And that, if you've been raised, I'm going to give you an example. If you've been raised in a legalistic home, you may have experienced feeling unloved if you did something wrong. You may have experienced getting punished and not being forgiven immediately, but it being held over you for an indefinite period of time where you didn't know when things were going to be okay again. Often children in legalistic homes feel that they are only loved if they do everything right. And the fruit of that kind of system in a home is an adult, a child that eventually grows into an adult who is insecure and does not know his or her identity. Now, a child in a home that is centered around relationship and unconditional love is actually going to grow up also making mistakes, getting into trouble, being disciplined, but knowing they are forgiven and loved even when they mess up is going to bring forth the fruit in a child's life where they become an adult who is mostly confident and who understands who they are. I guarantee it. It is the difference between legalism and relationship. And I believe that the church for so long generally has, and I I will say, I know that I often refer to the church because the church exists and many of you go to church still and many of you don't but I know that we're in a different age but there is still a church and there are still um people that that is their that is their place of faith that is where they've grown where they found the foundation of their relationship with Yahweh and sadly for so many people what they've been taught is legalism. That in order to believe and be a follower of Christ, you need to do the, do the right things, say the right things, and you need to believe a certain way. And everyone else that believes differently is wrong. And sadly, we are a people who have been brought up insecure and not knowing our true identity. And our true identity is actually as descendants of Abraham being, becoming a mighty nation. 
And I believe that Yahweh is bringing us into full circle with that mighty nation. Now, I want to read to you from Galatians uh, 4. Tell me, you who want to be in subject to the system that results from perverting the Torah into legalism, don't you hear what the Torah itself says? It says that Avraham had two sons, one by the slave woman and one by the free woman. The one by the slave woman was born according to the limited capabilities of human beings. This this child represented the fruit of the old covenant. But the one by the free woman was born through the miracle working power of God fulfilling his promise. That child represents the promise. And so, brothers, we are children not of a slave woman, but of a free woman. You know, the law, being legalistic, always looking at others in a perspective of, are they right or wrong? Do they agree with me or do they believe something different? The That mentality is a slave mentality. It causes you to be bound by your thinking and not to be able to fully love others and to walk in love and to fully trust God and walk in faith with him. So I'm going to sum all this up here. What I'm saying is this. And this is from Galatians 5.16. Run your lives by the Spirit. Then you will not do what your old nature wants. For the old nature wants what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit wants what is contrary to the old nature. These oppose each other so that you find yourself unable to carry out your good intentions. But if you are led by the Spirit, then you are not in subjection to the system that results from perverting the Torah into legalism. Listen, there is a specific fruit that comes from living in a legalistic way, and it's this. This is verse 19. And it is perfectly evident that what the old nature does. It expresses itself in sexual immorality, impurity, and indecency, involvement with the occult and with drugs, in feuding, fighting, becoming jealous and getting angry, in selfish ambition, factionalism, intrigue, and envy, in drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you now, as I have warned you before, those who do such things will have no share in the kingdom of God. This is serious stuff. If we are living with a legalistic perspective according to the law without understanding what the law was meant for, which was to teach us diligence and to teach us about God's love for us and his ways for us. If we're living legalistically and we're judging others because what they are doing and what they are believing... The fruit of our lives is going to look like what I just read to you. I have experienced through the years so many people in the church who have lived this legalistic way, always judging others and 
giving warnings and talking about others and and condemning people. And they are the very ones who later on the fruit in their lives ends up being the very thing that they were judging others about. That is what the law will do. But verse 21, 22, sorry. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, humility, self-control. Nothing in the Torah stands against such things. Moreover, those who belong to the Messiah, Yeshua, have put their old nature to death on the stake along with its passions and desires. Since it is through the Spirit that we have life, let it also be through the Spirit that we order our lives day by day. There's that diligent Diligence is important day by day. Let us order our lives day by day in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. I implore you to live by faith and not by legalism, not with that right and wrong perspective, but by trusting and having faith in God because the fruit of living that way is the fruit of living in the spirit. And I would ask you to examine your life and examine the fruit of your life and determine today whether or not you're living to this with under the slave of that legalistic way or under the freedom and the in f- the fullness and the covenant of faith because God wants us to be righteous through being faithful and through trusting him and through those things he will bring forth the promise through Abraham, which are sons, mature sons, forming a mighty nation 